Hello and welcome to Interactive Distractions, episode number 398. My name is Christopher Kio, and I'm here with Travis Baum. Excellent to be here. And another two-man show. That's three in a row. I like these two-man shows, though. They're not bad. Short and sweet, simple, one-on-one, mano-a-mano. Yeah. It's easier to interact, easier to to conversate. Um, More interaction and less distraction. Boom! Travis, yes. that that hurt a little. Yes, that hurt a little, dude. It yes. really did. I'll put that a dollar a in the douchebag jar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Uh, all right. So, uh, normal show today. We're going to start out with uh, uh, our intros. Then we'll do distractions, and then uh, our our thoughts of the week, and then uh, our pick of the week, and then we'll wrap it up. So before, so let's get into that right away. And uh, Travis, hey, tell me what's up this week, man. I got something that's up. It's been a while. So I pulled my dick last week. Um, okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Apparently. And, no, and- I pulled my groin riding a boosted board uh, on my uh, first or – I think it was my first attempt. By my the way, attempt. for those that don't know what a boosted board is, it is a longboard. motorized skateboard. And they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. They're so fun. They're easier to ride in skateboards because you don't have to worry about acceleration and everything. So it's uh, it's fun. But uh, my, my intro – I don't want to talk about that. It's fun. Okay. I suggest you try it. Go ahead and pick one. They're, they're a cheap $1,200. Oh, oh, so, is that all? Okay. Yeah, cool. there's nothing. It's pocket change. I'm, I'm getting on that right now. We got that in this money. <laughs> we got that money. <laughs> I think it's about uh, negative that amount. It is. Well, we definitely <laughs> lost money on this venture than we have gained money. Um, so, but what we've lost in money, we've gained in love. True. This is true. Um, so, uh, so one of the things I wanted to bring to the table is, uh, are tattoos. I want to talk tattoos. Okay. All right. Um, cause are I just got a one? new one. Okay. I just got a new one. Yeah. I just got a new one. Um, uh, I'm very, very stingy on my tattoos. One day I will be a walking, living canvas. Probably not. But, uh, once in a while I'll get like, a, I like small tattoos. I don't like, I mean, I've, I've kind of like, contemplated getting like a quarter sleeve or a full sleeve especially when jeff got one i'm like oh yeah sleeve sounds like a great idea but um you know every time i get a tattoo it's always small and they dry up you got to keep them moisturized yet or they're going to dry out and, right right and if, they, if yeah if they dry out too much then they'll scab up a little bit and i'm just thinking like you know full arm tattoo i can't understand i can't even like contemplate the amount of like lotion lathering Jeff had to do on his entire <laughs> arm. It sounds funny, yeah, but it's true. Like that no, sounds no, yeah, like absolutely. the maintenance on a tattoo is a pain in the ass. Especially if you don't have your lotion and you're out in somewhere hot and then your tattoo immediately dries up. Um you gotta stay on top of it or you can like jack it up. Because especially if you really don't pay attention to it and it gets really dried out. Some of the letter, like, you know, it, your lettering or any images you have on you will start to fade. Like they'll, once the scab and the dryness comes off, like you'll have faded tattoos and you have to go get it touched up, which is a huge pain in the ass. Um, but, uh, so I wanted to ask you, Chris, before okay. I talk about the new one I got and everything. So do you have any tattoos? I, I do may not. Or may not. You do not. You I do, do not. not. Okay. I, cool. I have, I have contemplated it, but okay. the problem is that I, I balk on it every time because I, I think I'm, I'm thinking about it and it's like, all right, this is going to be on my body for the rest of my life. What True. do I want? And it's, it's, it's intimidating because I don't know, <laughs> you know, something I'm interested in right now, I might not be interested in 10 years from now. You know, it's, it's really kind of daunting when you think about it that way. Uh, so I just, I've never gone through with getting anything. Do you have a front runner for an idea for a tattoo? I really don't. 
I really, you really don't. don't. But I, okay. I love them though. I absolutely love them. They're fantastic. I don't, I don't, I don't have any on me, but I love them. Like my wife wants to get some, and I'm like, yes, go for it. You know, y'all we'll, should get uh, matching tattoos. Well, not matching tattoos, we, but we've like tattoos that make sense. We've discussed. Um, uh, so, are you familiar with the Hunger Games book series? Uh, very much so. Yeah, very book much series. so. Okay. Yeah. So we were thinking about, and anybody who hasn't seen or or seen all all four movies or read the books probably won't understand this but we were thinking about uh like um like on me i'll, I'll have it having some place where it says real or not real mm-hmm. and then on her it says real oh nice um okay so that was one of the things that we discussed uh there's there's been a few things that we've talked about uh just to to, to kind of um you know sh- show you know who we are and and do something uh together uh but like she wants to get like a full on clockwork dragon on her like back and going onto her side and i'm like that would be awesome wow <laughs> yeah that would be awesome so uh yeah right so we're, right now we're kind of focused on um wait 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 what's a clockwork dragon a clock google it it's it's like think of it think of it as almost like a a, a mechanica dragon it's the, there are I've seen tattoos of people that so do like clockwork dragons like, like steampunk steampunk yeah okay it's like steampunk okay. dragon um so that's kind of what she's what she's into uh but yeah, we've got other things that we're dealing with right now so mm-hmm. I, I told her we can do it and as like her Christmas present or something like that and we can do it that because right now I mean that's not what she's gonna start with but right now what she wants to get like to her her introduction to tattoo or whatever. Uh, you know, we had it priced out at a place near here that's really impressive. Like, not just how, you know, artistic the, they are and like their artists are, but like we walked into that place and it was immaculate. It was just amazing how clean this place was and, you know, how friendly all the people were and all the artists For and sure. everything. Yeah. And, you know, I, we immediately got a good feeling. And, and like one of the first thing as I, I, I said was I looked at Crystal and I was like, we're totally bringing Alora here to get her ears pierced because yeah. I mean, that's the For best sure. place to get it done is a tattoo parlor mm-hmm. um, or a piercing place. Uh, like, a, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something I've always been curious about. And I, as I said, I love them on other people, but I just, I don't know. If I if I have the right idea to do that to myself, so I don't know. I can feel that. Yeah, my tattoos have always like I, like I said before. They're they're usually small tattoos, um, but they just kind of come up. And when the idea happens, I just and it's very rare. Like I will go. I, this is my first tattoo since I was twenty. So it's been. 13 years almost and in august it'll be it would have been 13 years between tattoos um okay. so i'm very very picky on it but when sure. i see something that calls to me it's like it's got to happen so i i saw it i i needed it and then i went and got it so um i got on my wrist on the inside of my left wrist uh i got the words work harder on oh my wrist. yeah i saw that right yeah i, yeah, I remember seeing on, that yeah on, on social media um, I, I got the idea uh, of this tattoo. It's kind of the mantra of a YouTube personality that I've been, um, I've been digging on a little bit. And, uh, just his, his mantra is no matter what you're doing in life, you can always do more. One, if, if you get into a comfort zone, you are losing progress. You never want to be comfortable. You always want to push yourself. And that's just kind of something that, um, there's been a lot of change in the last couple of weeks for me, um, creatively, professionally, 
Um, really, really huge things, really daunting things um, that uh, I, not that I don't want to talk about it. I can't talk about it because these things are so early, but uh, we're looking at possible life-changing events for the good, massive life-changing events. So, um, you know, us uh, and the guys at work are, are really, really excited for these things, but I needed something to push me. And then the stars just aligned. Uh, you know, I was watching this personality and then I was looking for something for inspiration to move forward with this because I have a serious issue with I will get excited about something in life, um, you know, whether it's Indus or video or a new thing with work or whatever the case may be. I get excited about it. But when I see the first sign of a speed bump or a wall, instead of just trying to plow through it, I get disheartened and I, I get scared and I lose it. So I wanted something on me. I've always wanted something that would always remind me, Travis, keep going. Even if things are good, do more. Sure. Do more. Uh, and uh, when I, I kind of just – I fell into this mantra of work harder. And once I saw it, I was like, bam, that's it. That's the missing piece that I need for me on a, on a spiritual level. And I am not religious whatsoever. I am not very spiritual whatsoever. But – this is something that is the closest to spirituality, <laughs> like, you know, finding these mantras that just really click with you uh, and try to make you a better person. So when I saw that, I got had to get it, and I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly happy with it. So um, big fan of tattoos. And the thing with tattoos is you get one, you immediately want another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have heard that. You, it's like as soon as you get one, you immediately – it's like you start looking for the next one. It's like Absolutely. right away – yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's probably another reason, like, in my subconscious that I'm, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> you have to be careful. So, yeah, yeah, you have to be careful with it because people will def- – I mean, you, you'll you'll just – you'll get the itch and you got to get another. Uh, but that, that's been the that's been the big thing, man. Uh, I'm sure sometime in the future I can start talking about what, you know, uh, things are going on. But right now we're kind of in pre-planning stages. Um, but it, it could be a game changer for a lot of people. We're really excited. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of it for me. And unless there's anything that you have, uh, not really anything not really. to go into deal details with. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to say this cause I'm really excited that we, it's been a couple weeks off, but we're getting together to do some, uh, D and D nerding out tomorrow. So, uh, excited about oh. that. Oh, and, uh, t- I'm nerding out with the fact that in two weeks, I, I might get will, to see you. I'll be there. That's right. So I'm trying to figure out what I have to do to talk you in to coming after work so you can at least spend Saturday during the day and us go downtown. Well, I'm probably going to try and, and, and leave in the morning on Saturday. Uh, so I should okay. be there by early afternoon, I think. I got to oh, work so it that out. Gives with us time. Yeah. Could- so we'll have a little bit of time. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I can't, I, I, I got, shit going on so i can't really stay all that long but totally understandable yeah and if we can at least you know stop at waffle house or maybe find a place that we like for breakfast or something like that before some place that's off. not waffle house yeah that would be good Let, let's not do waffle house <laughs> we got we have an excellent place uh the town next to us called montro that is phenomenal they have this breakfast dish called the hangover and it is just like a uh, a gumbo of carbs <laughs> but it's all breakfast food, so it's 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 shrimp it's like and hash grits. Browns and gri- it's shrimp yeah, and, and grits, and- but they put hash browns, chives, 
bacon, sausage, like three kinds of cheeses, and they just mix it all up. It is phenomenal, and we'll get you nice and uh, red-faced full of Bloody Marys before you drive home. Nice. It'll be nice. <laughs> I have just never had careful. a Bloody Mary. You never had a Bloody Mary? Nope. It's a transcending experience, Chris. Is it? Wow. Not really. But it's good. <laughs> <Okay>. It's tasty. <laughs> the Bloody Mary was my was my drink of choice when I uh the few years when I was doing bowling leagues. That was my drink. All right. Fair for enough. For some reason. I don't know. And by that third game, boy. Whew. <laughs> oh, oh man. So uh video games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. What you got? Uh I got of the games I've been playing. I haven't been playing a lot of games. We'll touch more on that later. <laughs> but, but, uh, I've been playing the Witcher 3 DLC. The uh, Blood and Wine, Wine and Blood, I don't know what it's called, but I can tell you it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the last Witcher DLC, the, uh, the first DLC that came out, this is the, the second of two in the confirmed final um, final DLC for the Witcher 3. Um, it really builds on the quality of Wild Hunt and the first DLC. It's fantastic. Um, uh, you, they've, they've given us so much more. The first DLC was on the original map, but in this one, they have gone ahead and built a whole new area that's south on the map of where the original game took place. And it is chock full of references that, you know, fans who played it on 360 and PC and uh, PS4, 4, Witcher 2, and 3. There's a lot of cool uh, fan service in there, but more importantly, there's tons of fan service from The Witcher 1. So the few people who had a chance to play that game, there's so many great references that pull back from that first game. And then again, like always, they pulled some great references from the books as well. Cool. Uh, which I've only read like three of the short stories of the book, so I'm not well-versed in the books, but... Yeah, I was... just like that they use that canon, though. I mean, it's like, it's I don't so know anything about that stuff, but it's cool that they use that canon. Yeah, it's really deep. I mean, CD Projekt Red, uh, in terms of... RPGs. I don't know very many people that they're do pretty it amazing, man. Better be than them right now. They're pretty I, amazing. Well, they do a great job just in general, even post launch. They're always supporting it. They're always doing updates and patches and making sure it's the uh, it's best. Not only is this a whole new area, they redid their engine for this DLC, and animations are better, uh, at least for the environments. Like Geralt and the horse, they still run and move the same. It's a little clunky, you know. Even like riding the horse through a, a very slim wooden bridge can be a painstaking endeavor at some times. So that's still there, but you can see some minor uh, improvements in draw distance, especially because this world is gorgeous. Chris, did you play Witcher three? Uh, so at all, one of my distractions this week is going back to Witcher three. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I did. It's, it's, okay. it's a fabulous game. So, Vanilla Witcher Witcher 3 is not it's a good looking game graphically but the world that you're in is very ugly it's very <laughs> swampy i don't know how many no, people true. are just hanging from trees like it's just not a pretty world it really isn't but this new area Troussant it's kind of got a lot of french symbolism to it and everything but it is gorgeous it's nothing but greens and blues and yellows, really bright colors. And at first when I was seeing screenshots, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. That is completely gone 
this is the best The Witcher has ever looked. Nice. Because it's just the world is great. I understand they they want to like they want to portray the Witcher the Witcher war uh, world as you know it's ugly, it's dark, it's dangerous. But there's just something about this open area, and it's just green plains, wine vineyards all over the place. Nice. These massive, oversized sunflowers that are taller than Geralt, and just fields and fields and fields of them. Um, there are mountain ranges that you know that resemble. Cape Town in South Africa that are just awe-inspiring. Re- they did a fantastic job on this. And just to think that this game released, you know, less than a year ago, and to see how much that's, they yeah, put in true. here. It's, it's, yeah, they put well, wait, so much. Wait, wasn't it just over a year? Wasn't it like maybe early last year? year? Yeah, I think it was yeah, early maybe, last year. Maybe a little but bit. But either way, it's less, it's like less than a year and a half old for sure. But this content, this is a game's worth of content. This is an RPG's yeah, worth of content. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what CD Projekt Red does. I mean, that's, there's really no, I, I freaking love that company. They're just great. They, so. they, they take care of the people yeah. who buy their games. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And there are not very many companies. I mean, there are a lot of great companies out there developing games for sure. And I'm not trying to single someone, you know, any company out as being a shitty company or they don't try as hard, but, these guys support their games. I've never seen a single player game supported as much as this. It's it's phenomenal. Um uh but the uh the storylines are great. Again, they they go above and beyond with the side missions. The side missions are as good. It's so far where I'm at in the game, side missions so much better than the primary missions. And the primary missions, the main story missions are phenomenal. They're great. And especially with this focus on vampires, Witcher has always had vampires and different species of vampires they're more monstrous looking deformed type of uh type of vampires but in this game we finally get vampires that are very similar to what we know in 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 modern culture you know um you know they'll deform a little bit are you familiar with like buffy and angel and stuff like that chris Uh, a bit okay so vampires they look like normal people but they kind of when they go into vampire mode, like rage mode, they, their faces get deformed and they start gro- uh, growing some claws and everything. Um, it's that type of vampire. So it's it's refreshing to see what we know as vampires in in the uh, in the world of The Witcher because uh, it's kind of rare when we see that. But this is focused on it, which is really cool. And the fact you get a hub, it, it speaks my language all over the place. You get your own hub level. You know, you get your own vineyard where you can, uh, you know. Uh, uh, upgrade your house and all of the armor and swords like the really cool armor and swords the witcher armor and everything that you can get throughout the game um you can start modeling that stuff around your house on these uh, armor mannequins so you can just start customizing the shit out of the place you can get pictures painted of yourself and hang those up in your wall like a lot of little cool fun stuff not a huge part of the game but it's those little nuances that make me really really happy and knowing that this is the end like for the foreseeable future, this is the last. These are our last moments with Geralt. So, and having jumped in with him from the start, it's such a surreal experience that I'm starting to get those um, those Mass Effect Three Citadel DLC feelings. You oh, remember really? how great that yeah, was, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. the callbacks are so strong, you can start seeing. A l- I'm hoping there's some finality to it, and we get a little bit of a feel that, hey, this is a, a strong epilogue, an end to Geralt. 
So hopefully that's there. I haven't made it to the end yet. I'm crossing my fingers. But even if it is more of a standalone story with little hints of the end, I'd be okay with that too. Because everything has been pure quality so far. So grade A, uh, thumbs up for this new Witcher 3 DLC. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Awesome. Because um, I've been kind of in a gaming slump for the past <clears> week and a half. And it took me a little bit to get into it. It took me a few days to be like, okay, I'm ready to spend a good amount of time with it but um yeah i'm happy my mind came around because it is a blast very happy but that's all i've been playing man what about you wow okay uh so yeah i i I did i didn't i didn't play a ton this this week it's just not enough time i want to interject real quick good i have been playing before i hit my gaming slump i played some dying light um that is phenomenal oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you're playing with uh uh with slugger right yeah, so I played with our buddy Omer and uh, Ken Williams. Um, oh, so, uh, we, Ken got we it played, too. Cool. Yeah, he he did. He's he's playing it a lot. <laughs> he's he's really digging it. Cool. But it's fun, man. It, it's uh, I'll talk real quick about it because it's an old game. Um, they took what is in Dead Island, which was interesting but flawed, and they made every single thing better and added parkour. <laughs> and it is such a fun game. One of my favorite video game zombie experiences. There's just a lot of thrilling it, it can be more held back than like left for dead because left for dead just flings zombies at you like crazy right but you do get some there's a i say during the daylight you have a lot of the zombies that are kind of like slow shambling sometimes they'll kind of jog to you but when nightfall hits it's a mad dash to the nearest safe house because it turns into fucking uh, left for dead like crazy because you have these like super zombies just bombarding you at all times. So you have to just parkour your way to the nearest safe house. It's really exhilarating, really fun. Dying light, fantastic. Now that is all I've been playing. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> uh, no, well, um, so tell me one more thing about dying light. So I heard that I heard you guys talking a little bit like there's like loot involved. Oh yeah, it's a total loot game. Um, so it does that thing in. Like in Dead Island where you get this cool weapon that you enjoy using, but there's degradation. So once it's done, it breaks and you have to find a new weapon. Oh, okay. Go to another weapon. It does that. But as you level up and better gear starts dropping for you, it's in colored tiers. It's almost the same color tier as uh, as Destiny. So you have greens, blues, purples, and oranges. Okay. Uh, once you get up to like the purples and the oranges, <clears throat> uh, you have the ability to... Um, uh, to once your durability is down all the way on your weapon, you can just hold triangle and you'll actually repair it. So the early weapons have like one or two repairs, and as they get better, they'll get three, four, and up to five repairs. But then you also, as you're leveling up, you're leveling up skills and your skill trees to like have your weapons be more durable. So they, you know, it takes a way long time. So once you have like the orange weapons, you have five repairs, the durability buff. You're holding on to weapons for hours, like a long, long time. And then you have abilities that um, only half the time when you use a repair, it'll take away one of your repair points. So you can have a weapon with five repairs on it, but you can repair it a couple of times, and there's a 50-50 chance that it won't take away your repair. I'm working on, I have a cricket bat, an, elect, uh, an electric cricket bat that really? I've been using for the past... <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously, dude, like for the past five hours, and I'm still on five repairs, and I've been using it nonstop. Nice. So it, Man. That, the degradation goes away. The degradation issue goes away really, really quickly, and that's something in Dead Island never really went away. You were always losing weapons. Um, uh, and you know the crafting's cool and, and stuff like that. There's, there's a there's a lot of meat on the on that game's bones. I'm I was really impressed with it. I didn't know what to expect, but I was happy I bought it. And it was on sale like thirty five bucks. Or something. Nice, cool, yeah, good deal. Thirty five bucks with all the DLC, everything. Yeah, all that's the pretty DLC, awesome. Extra outfits, new weapons, new blueprints. So was it stuff. like a special edition that came out, or, or? there was an expansion? They did oh. a full blown expansion. Oh, for okay. It, yeah. So the the, mm-hmm. the expansion came out, and they they released one with everything. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Correct. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Um. All right. Well, uh, I don't have much to add. Uh. So w- you were talking about Witcher. I did start. Uh, playing the Witcher again. I, you know, I'm in I'm kind of in, um, this limbo state where there's not really anything I want to play. Uh, so I was like, well, hey, you know, Witcher just came out with some DLC. Let's go check it out. Uh, I didn't, ch- I didn't play the DLC. I'm just playing vanilla Witcher, but that game is really, really big and it's, it's a little intimidating. Uh, so I didn't get to play a lot of it, but like, I think I, I found like I started playing, uh, started going, uh, to my, where my next quest was. I started reading some of the stuff to try and catch up where I was. Mm-hmm. Picked up a new quest. I, I, I finished the quest and I was going to turn it in. And I'm, I'm, I'm still rather low level. I'm like, I think I'm level four or something like that. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to play it much. I think, I can't remember what came out around the same time. It came, yeah. It was, it, a it was, really it was a rough time. It was a, it was first a pretty, quarter. Right, yeah. right. Um, so I was like, I, so I, I was finishing up this quest and I was trying to go turn it in and I was following the arrow to go turn it in. All of a sudden I'm walking down a path and like a group of level nines jump out and just rip me to shreds. And I'm, and it just kind of completely demolished my view. I was like, well, what? <laughs> so I have to go back into the game. Luckily I had saved like just before that, but, right. um, I have to go back in and just kind of deal with the fact that I can't turn this quest in yet. It's just weird. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's really all the time I got to play with it. I, that's, that's probably the only day I played any games at all on, on my PS4 or anything on my TV. Uh, besides that, it's been, uh, my, a friend had friends in town this weekend. <laughs> so, okay. uh, they were, they were getting together and playing a lot of magic and, uh, board games and stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of that, played a lot of magic, the gathering, uh, got, broke out some of my old, like actually actual constructed decks. Cause they've got some pretty strong stuff on their end. Um, and I usually don't bring those out. Like when I play magic with friends now, it's just, we go out and we buy the pre-constructed decks and we just play cause everything's pretty balanced. Uh, but these are like the ones that, that we built. Um, and this is like years ago. I haven't touched these decks in like, God, I don't know. It's at least six or seven. Well, I stopped playing magic about a year after the PS3 came out. So there you go. Right. Um, that's how long it's been. Uh, so we got to play some of that. Uh, we played some Ascension. I went and bought one of the expansion boxes for Ascension. Uh, uh, that game is really good. We played four players and, uh, just had a blast with that. Uh, we played some boss monster. Uh, it was actually my first time playing four player boss monster. So that's that was a great really game. fun. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I bought it while Pete was in town and, uh, and you know, we had a good time with it. So this is my first time playing with four players and it was, a, it was, quite a bit different the game went a bit longer and it's like the the hero deck is much bigger when you have four players um so we played some of that uh and i think that's it on that end uh they also 
conned me <laughs> into downloading <laughs> uh, Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest. So I'm playing Magic the Gathering okay. Puzzle Quest right now. Those uh, Puzzle Quest games have historically been pretty solid. They have been. And this one is a lot less, so far it feels a lot less money grabby, you know, okay. compared yeah. to, let's say, Marvel. The Marvel one was really bad, right? Yeah, I heard that was pretty, pretty <clears throat> like shitty. Like this one is, uh, you get like free boosters every eight hours or something like that, and uh, you get boosters as rewards. And uh, the, um, the there's two kinds of currencies. There's like ex- experience, and then there's like this other mana currency that you can buy like with money. But they also give it to you for completing challenges during single player. Um, and then you can also play. And, and I haven't tried this yet, but they, but the way that, that, uh, that one of the guys that was here, Tony, the way he explained it to me is that you're not really playing against another player. You're playing against an AI that's playing another player's deck. So uh, that way that there's, there's not like any, uh, there, like two people aren't waiting forever to, to, to play the game, like uh, take a turn and go and do something else. And so, uh, so you're not actually playing another player. You're playing that deck. Uh, with an AI controlling it. So hmm. not quite the same. I don't know. I, I, as I said, I haven't done that yet. So I don't know if that's the actuality of it, but, uh, I mean, it's puzzle quest. So, y- you know, you're, you're, char- you're using, get a grabbing mana to charge up cards to play. And when you play the cards, you know, things happen on, on the, you know, you can play, uh, spells that, that put special gems on the, uh, on the board, and as long as that special gem is on the board and hasn't been destroyed, then the special effect stays in, in, uh, intact. Uh, you put creatures on the board, and you can have a total of three creatures. If you cast the same creature twice, it's like a reinforce, and it doubles their uh, strength and toughness. So it, it's a lot of... It, it, it feels a lot like magic. It's it, They did a good job of, of merging magic with Puzzle Quest. Uh, so hmm. I, only, I only started... I only just started playing it this weekend. So I really don't have a ton of experience with it. Um, but, uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it all sounds super sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I was playing is that uncharted, uh, puzzle game on my phone as well. So, okay. uh, and that was, you know, that is, the, that is, is what it is. It's a puzzle game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been pretty much a light week from a gaming perspective. It has, it has indeed. Um, I want to backtrack for you on the Witcher three. Um, at this point where you're at, man, yeah. just I, I would recommend just going to the options and put the difficulty on uh, story mode. Basically, I mean, you still fight, there's still combat, there's still some tough battles. Um, but yeah, at, that's what Jeff this, was saying. Just drop it down to point, easy and just play it. Just enjoy it. <clears throat> I mean, at the end of the day, Geralt's supposed to be a badass. He's supposed to be mowing through hundreds of people. So play the part and just do it. Um, you'll enjoy it a lot better. Um, once I got halfway through the sec- uh, the first DLC for The Witcher, I just put it on easy and just enjoy the ride. Gotcha. I highly recommend it. Yeah, that that's what, yeah, I, I'll probably start doing that because that's what Jeff suggested too. Um, but, you know, it's, I just, I, I don't feel like I've given the game enough uh, of a chance on normal yet, so that's why I haven't done it. Um, and I, and I chalk up my, I, like I was cutting through stuff pretty well um, once I got the, got the controls back, but, uh, you know, I just ran into level nines. I mean, it, it's, that's, that's the way it was. I took out a group of level sevens. So, you know, it's obviously I'm doing something right, but, there you go. um, you know, the level nines just, uh, they were, they killed me in like three hits. So they were, they were pretty powerful, but 
Um, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, we'll see. I'm definitely going to get back to, back to it. All right. But that's it for me. Very good. Cool. Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. So, uh, what, uh, what enticed you this week? Mm. What do you want to talk about? It's not good, Chris. Uh oh. It's not good at all. I don't like that. What's so, not yeah, good? I've, I've kind of alluded once or twice to I'm kind of in a gaming slump. Witcher 3 has kept me going a little bit. The engine's still revved, but I'm stalling. Uh, yeah, man, there's just something about this console generation that's just not, um, that's not tickling me. And I was talking to Megan the other night and like, something's concerning me. I'm not wanting to play video games. I'm not wanting, like, even when I do just make, literally make myself play a video game, I'm done in 20 minutes. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling it. And a lot of it is accredited to the fact that there's a lot of big changes going on in real life. Good changes, but changes nonetheless. Sure. That's going to need more intensive focus. Right. Um, so there's a new drive there. And just video games, as much as I have been playing pretty much all my life, is not in that general plan. Video games in general are, but not at the rate that I have been playing. So that brings me to a news article that I read, and I don't necessarily want to focus on this news article, but this was the catalyst to come up with the idea to speak about it. And the news article was the NX is being delayed to accommodate virtual reality. So here's my problem. Oh, yeah. Here's my problem. This entire generation is really, really pissing me off. And a piece of why gaming is slowly becoming not as big of a portion of my life is because of the changes that are happening in this generation. So you can kick off with the fact that a lot of the games that I've been looking forward to and playing have been buggy fucking messes. I was super excited about Far Harbor, but just decisions that were made, plus with um, performance issues that were riddled with the PS4 version, just completely turned me off to it. There's a fix now, and the fix is even a pain in the ass. Bethesda says to fix your performance issues on PlayStation 4 delete everything, and then re-download it. No. That is a long download. That's five or six hours of downloading. Yeah, but, I mean, you can That's delete a- it and then start the download and go to work or something. I mean... I shouldn't have to do no, this. No, I agree you shouldn't have to do that. That's absolutely true. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the th- Okay, so, I... Okay, I understand. Let's not spend too much time on this, though, because this is not the biggest... This is not the bigger point. I, I, I know, but I understand. But... Let's be honest. This shit was happening last gen too. I've never had to delete and then reinstall something ever. Oh, I have. Ever. I have. In a video but game. well, uh, only downloadable games. Like everything is installed now, right? So it's a little different. Sure. Yep. Um so that that's a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, I've had to I've had to delete and reinstall things. Uh that, you know, and that's and that's true on console and PC. Uh more so on PC. Um but you know, I mean, it's just the, it's an unfortunate reality, but I do see your issue. Sure. sure. And then, you know, issues with the new consoles coming out, you know, forcing us, not forcing us, but nudging us to buy another console two years after release. That's a huge turnoff for me as a yeah. console gamer. Uh, yeah. On top of that, <clears throat> VR. 
a lot of these things are happening because of virtual reality. Virtual reality is not in a position that allows the everyday gamer to be able to pick up this equipment and run it optimally, which you need the new system to run optimally with virtual reality. So jumping into this, you're looking at over a grand, probably, to take advantage of all of this. And not every gamer, I haven't checked the facts, but I don't think every gamer has a dispensable $1,000 to shell out. It's, 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 it's an un, they're setting unrealistic expectations. And I understand that these things are optional. Yeah. But a lot of gamer, they're feeding off of the gamer mentality that we want the latest and greatest. We're tech people. We love new tech. And especially when it comes down to our favorite hobby. And all of these things that are happening is seriously turning me off. I'm looking at, I still need an Xbox One. So that's $350, $400. I would want to have the optimal version of the PlayStation 4. It's just in my DNA. That's probably another $400 there. If I want to have a VR experience, it's not on the table for me. In general, not yet. I haven't seen anything that really pushes me to it. But if I want that, that's another three to six hundred dollars there. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, as an adult person, and especially in my field of business professionally, that is well over a thousand dollars that I can spend on better lenses, better tripods, glide rigs plugins for my uh premiere software so i can do better editing you know what i'm gonna say right now right i under i know what you're gonna say but all this stuff as gamers we want this stuff naturally we would like to have it and i know it's different but if i'm in a position where i say you know what i am opting out of this i it's not mandatory and I'm going to be okay with it as long as I can and just deal with it and just have my original PlayStation 4 and maybe an Xbox one day. But there's going to come a time, it may be a year, maybe two years down the road, where we're talking to Jeff and Jeff's like, yeah, this version of this game on the Neo is a really big difference. Or I finally got this VR thing and VR finally has some really great games on it. So now that's even, even it may take a year or two. It's going to push me into that direction where I want that. So anyway, my point is this is turning me off on gaming very, very seriously. It's, it's past the point where it's like, okay, well, it's an option. I just will opt out and everything. It's going to come to a point where we're going to see digital foundry breaking this stuff down and showing us the differences. We're going to see, we are going to see really great VR games come out. We're going to see it. There's, there's too much focus and effort on VR for us not to have some really good titles coming out soon. It may take a while, but we'll, we'll see some cool stuff. Um, but none, nonetheless, it's stuff that's going to entice us and be like, yes, this is something that I would love to own. Yeah. But I, I, it, and, and we've kind of discussed this portion of it, right? We've, we've, we've been down this road. And that's the thing. It's like you have to disconnect yourself from that feel of need. You've got to do it because you do, there's no reason, <clears throat> you know, you're talking about Jeff maybe coming and saying, Oh, the version of this is, you know, I mean, if he, if he, let's just say he gets a Neo. Okay. And we don't. 
how is he going to even start that that as a conversation? He doesn't know what it, he he's not going to know what it looks like on the old one. You know, so it, it's kind of an ignorance is bliss thing. It's it's just you know, as long as I can play the same games, I don't care. You know, uh, once if 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 Sony pulls a Nintendo and says, oh, this game only works for the PS Neo, then I'm going to have a problem, you know, and then that's an issue. Um, and that's where I start looking very seriously at going all PC gaming. But, you know, that's... that's yeah, I, I see you there, but even then, PC gaming is a pain in the ass. No, it, it can <laughs> be a pain in the ass. It can be a pain in the ass. Um, but this is the way I see it. Like, I'm doing more stuff in my everyday real life. I'm going out and being more active. You know, I'm learning how to skateboard. I'm learning surfing. We're, we're going out paddling. We're hitting the beach more often. We're being more social and stuff like that. And having this new lifestyle, which does take away from gaming time, but the beauty about being a console gamer, it makes things so easy to juggle. It makes things so easy to juggle. And I don't like the fact that now I'm being emotionally pulled in a way because all my life, Ever since I've been making my own money, I have always had the latest and greatest consoles, tech, and games. I've always done that. I love it. I love having this stuff. It is a passion of mine. But now I feel like I am being forcibly pulled away from my passion of owning the latest and greatest because now to spend all this money on this stuff if I want to do what I've done in the past because I love it, that's going to take a hit to this new discovery of this, you know, social life that I've, that I'm starting to build for myself and more, you know, outdoor activities and fun stuff and really embracing Charleston, which w- w- we should have been doing from the start, moving into this beautiful area three years ago. But, you know, we still kind of stuck with our homebody introverted ways and then, you know, having the PlayStation 4 and at first having the Xbox One, like doing all of that, like I, I, I was happy because I was still able to get all my tech. But now I can't do all of these things and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. So console gaming, to do what I want to do, to, you know, have the latest and greatest and have a social life uh, and with the heavy demands of work and the new things that are coming up, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. And then the correlation with this last week, week and a half of me playing video games and just being like, I'm making myself play these video games when I don't want to play them. It's just, I'm, I'm turned off. Granted, it's kind of a little bit of a, uh, game slump right now. There's nothing really huge out right now. That's brand new anyway. Um, and it, and it, it's just it's it's just kind of tearing me away. I'm like, if console gaming is is gonna start being a little more complicated, I I I I can't. I'm questioning how far I'm gonna take it. And and I still think that you should not let it be complicated. Just just if you if you just when it comes out when the new ones come out, just don't fuck with them. First of all, if you want to get an Xbox, just wait. You know, because you can get, if you want to get an Xbox, you can get the new one and you don't have to worry about it. Um, and then what you can do is just have the PS4 for exclusives and you can play all the third party games on the new Xbox because it's going to be better on there. Right. Right. So you get the best of both worlds. If, and, and, you know, just try it out that way. You know, if, if you, and then it's not like you're going to know unless you happen to go seek out, uh, playing it on the Neo. And then you're going to say, Oh no, this is horrible. I don't want to play this anymore. And 
then you have a problem. But just, just, just don't let it be a need, man. Just don't let it. It's just a pain in the ass. I, oh, I agree. I agree with you. And console gaming is not supposed to be a pain in the ass. I, I don't disagree with you, man, but, but do not let it control your actions. Do not let it take away Mm -hmm. from your other hobbies. You know, it's like, I, that's, it's, I don't think it's going to be worth it. I really don't think it's going to be as big of a difference as everyone thinks it's going to be. Sure. You know, it's still running off the same hardware. It's just uh, the same architecture. Uh, it's just more powerful versions of that architecture. I don't think it's going to be a huge difference, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll have this conversation again, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, this if, is a conversation that's going to be ongoing. When when that Neo comes out and we have the first sign of the vanilla PlayStation 4 version having performance issues where the Neo version doesn't, I'm going to have a fucking conniption. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to blow the hell up. And granted, I'm a cynical person at heart. I always expect the worst, so I'm never let down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's going to make me rage. It's absolutely going to make me rage because we've been promised things by developers, not just developers, just anywhere, everywhere, politicians, yeah, corporate America. This will never happen. This is not what's – you're not going to have issues even with this new version out. I guarantee you there will be at least one game – that is PlayStation 3 Bayonetta bad when the Neo version is fine. It's going to happen. There's no if about it. I guarantee you it's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's not an if, it's a when. And it'll probably be a PlayStation exclusive. Because, you know, the, 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 the companies that are under the Sony banner that are getting, you know, that, that get the most money because they're first party, at least from Sony, they're really going to push the power of that fucking Neo. And I, que- I my question is, where's the breaking point for the vanilla PlayStation 4? And that shit happens, and my feelings about console gaming and gaming in general are going to worsen. And I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. This past week and a half, even though there's more positivity and a lot of great things to look forward to, this part of my life has been bumming me the hell out. Yeah. It really has. It's, it's been affecting me. Like I've had to ask my wife t- like two, at least two times, maybe three times, what is wrong? What is going on? I have no interest in video games. I've never felt like this in my entire life. I've had gaming slumps before to where I'm like, yeah, I just need to take a break for a few days or whatever. But no, like it took me a good at least 48 hours for me to be like, okay, I can, I can do The Witcher now. My first couple of days with the new DLC, I was like, I can't fucking touch this thing. I just can't do it. So I, I hope it changes. I, I, I hope I can find stability in all sides of life, recreationally, professionally, and in gaming wise. Um, but I don't know. There's a lot of question marks out there. And, and, and like I said, this, the way this console generation is heading, I, I don't like the signs. And again, I'm cynical. Maybe it'll be okay. Maybe there's a chance that some of the things that I'm assuming is going to happen may not happen. And I hope it doesn't. But I do hope these upgraded versions of consoles up to two years fails. I, 
<laughs> for my sanity, I need this shit to fail and fall on its face flat. Yeah. And I hope it does too. I really don't want to see this happen, but you know, it's something we may or may not have to deal with moving forward. So, uh, if, if it does, if we do have to deal with it, we'll deal with it. Yeah. But we will. We'll deal. Yeah. We're grown ass men. <laughs> I'll whine about it. I'll whine about it, but I'll do it in the manliest way I can. <laughs> So. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Chris, what are you bringing to the table for? Oh, dude? man, I am really excited about this. Okay, so I'm not even playing this game. I'm, I'm going to point that out. Not even okay. playing this game. This is, your, uh, this is your Until Dawn? Is it going to make your Game of the Year list? No, no, play no absolutely not. <laughs> but I am really excited about this particular headline that I saw today. And it's not, not – I didn't see it today. I saw it earlier this week. But – it's not just the headline, it's how they did it. Blizzard banned thousands of people for cheating permanently. Mm. This makes me so happy. It's like, it. so, uh, this is, this is, uh, just a, a quick, um, uh, quote is that, uh, basically anybody that used hacks, bots, or third party software that provides any sort of unfair advantage get banned on their first offense. Yes. Yes, Indeed. please. The, I think it's bullshit. It's like, and it's, you know, this is mainly for, for PC, right? Because I don't think there's a whole lot of cheating on consoles. There's not many third party apps that you can integrate. If I'm wrong about that, listeners, please tell me. I would love to know. But, uh, you know, this is, this is mainly a PC thing. And, and this is one of the reasons that I stopped playing, uh, uh, shit. What's it called? I, complete, no, complete brain fart. Uh, uh, came the, out for the division Xbox is a One. great example for for this, by the way, though. Oh, well, if there's a game that needs perma banning, it is the division. See, that's the thing. It's like that's more of an exploit thing, and I would have a discussion about that because that's that's uh, nobody's hacking your game. Nobody's uh uh you doing there. Nobody's doing anything to your game that that okay. wasn't already there. So I can see that. Uh, and that's okay, the thing. You're it's right, like you're right. you you can't. You can't ban someone for your fuck up, you know? That's you true. you let yeah. that exploit be uh, exist. You guys didn't QA well enough. That's your fault. Yeah, but so we're this talking is this lag is switching, yeah. we're talking turbo controllers, we're we're talking things like yeah, that. Yeah, so things that are la- like like uh, Destiny lag switching, that was really big for a long time. Uh probably still is in some respects, but you know, uh when I was playing Wow, why can't I think of it? Is the the shooter that came out for Xbox One and PC, uh, Titanfall. Titanfall. Sure. When I was playing Titanfall, it was rampant. It was bad on PC. Hmm. So, and it just made me stop playing the game. I'm gonna try out Titanfall too, but I'm gonna buy it on console, um, to to see if it's a, if it's better that way. But uh, yeah, I this this makes me really happy. This is the way this shit should happen. If you are reported at multiple times and you are discovered to actually be using some sort of hack or third-party software to like aim bots and bullshit like that, you should be banned. You I don't give a shit how much money you pay for the game. That is your own fucking fault. That is very true. I love it. I, I I'm with you 100%. I I even think a perma ban's not enough. If they could hit a button once they identify a cheater and they can like simulate a, a a fist to come out of the controller and uppercut <laughs> them as well as ban hammer them for life do that <laughs> like do that do more i i like, want to see something. blizzard do something uh, well 
I think, I think there'd be some outrage for this, but like grab the, grab the IP or Mac address and just ban him from all Blizzard games. That'd oh, you be- play WoW too? Fuck you. <laughs> that would, there would be uproar, dude. Fucking uproar. That would never fly, but I would laugh my ass off for that. I yeah. really would. I would love to see this type of accountability for just the internet in general. I, 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 I wish, you know, social media, YouTube, IGN, stuff like that, you know, just anywhere where everyone has, you know, the free will to post whatever they want, have it be positive or negative. I want to see higher accountability around the table with the internet, like all the way around. People need to be more strict, and I love what Blizzard's doing with Overwatch. They're they're taking it seriously. Again, like we talk about with CD Projekt Red, if there's another company that takes care of their people, it is Blizzard. Yeah, they know how to take care of consumers. That is true. They're so good at that, and to see that they're taking such a strong, stiff stance against cheaters, I love it. And it needs to be hard. It needs to be painful, and they need to punish these people who are, you know taking advantage of other people's enjoyment for their own personal game, their Absolutely. own selfish game. Absolutely. I love this, and I want this to reverberate throughout the entire, like, just infrastructure that allows people to anonymously just be trash and be, you know, and selfishly just attack other people. This, it could be a great lesson, not just for games, but outwards into the into the ethos of you know online social interaction we need this to happen i love it i love what blizzard's doing keep it up <laughs> unfortunately i don't think it'll ever expand to that level of uh of um influence but it would be nice if it did i will say that it would be nice cool that's have it you for me play, have you played overwatch i have like, not at all i have not no 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 uh, i i hear i've heard a lot of good things a lot of great um, things. I, but I just haven't gotten to it because it's competitive multiplayer only, pretty much. Yeah. And that's not my thing. I have learned that's not my thing. Just like I learned to stop buying fighting games, I have learned to stop buying competitive <laughs> only uh, shooters. Um, yeah. I think the last one I bought was uh, Battlefield, or Battlefront. I'm sorry, Battlefront. And fucking if Star Wars can't make me play one, nothing will. So... That's a that's a yeah. that's a true statement. That is a true statement. You know, so <laughs> I, I I just I I'm gonna try and just not play them and just go from there. Uh, but we'll yeah. see. But I have heard a lot of good things, and if enough people on uh, from our clan decide to jump on there, because you can mm-hmm. do like private matches and shit, so that would be yeah, fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, I I might you know, I I might jump on in that case, but yeah, it'd be hard. You know, on PC, I think Overwatch is gonna have the the longest legs for sure. Because I mean, the the PC yeah, gaming absolutely. world just absolutely. loves online shooters, like, it, and they love huge. Blizzard too. So yeah, I mean, look at Counter Strike, look at Gary's mod. I mean, all this stuff. Right? Yeah, I mean, people that's have true. been playing these old ass games for years. Yeah. How old is Counter Strike? Like, Fuck if I know, dude. How old is fucking? <laughs> Might be older than you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it'll have legs on on PC, but uh, console gamers are really a completely different breed. And there's so much out there vying for our attention that's I think I mean and the same can be same you know the same can be said for PC as well, sure, but I think that, you know, once the new flavor of the week is out, 
it's 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 gonna slowly dwindle for for Overwatch for sure. Yeah, I guess it's we'll no it's out. no Rocket League. <laughs> that's that's some online competitive that I can play all. The yeah, time. absolutely. That's that's a much much different. It's not a shooter. I think that's probably what it is for me. It's like I I just <laughs> I just suck at it's shooters. Twitch is fuck though. <laughs> it is Twitch is fuck. Really you're right. Twitchy. That ba- that basketball mode is fucking fun as hell. Did you play that? I, I have did. not jumped oh, on that Oh, so yet. good, man. We got to get, we got to get on there and do it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Let's do pick of the week, man. What do you got? Pick of the week. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of comeback stories. I like underdogs. Tell me. Uh, Mirror's Edge. Catalyst. Yes. Nice. Good choice. Yes. Did you I play the, that. did you play the closed beta? I did not play the it closed was beta. Really good, good man. It was. It was I loved things. it. I absolutely loved it. It was like. Uh, it. It was. They. They. You know, the open world was handled really well. Uh, they did. Uh, um, they give you like uh, when you decide where you want to go. They and you mark a waypoint. They. They give you your almost like a GPS path um, that gives you like the best the best path to go through. They do a really good job with the runner's vision, like the the red, and it's adjustable, so you can have it like on really high level or really low level. Um, <laughs> crank that shit up. Yeah, crank that shit up, dude. I had it all the way up, man. I was like, show me the red. Um, the the combat is so improved. It's just, they. I think they, they learned a lot from the first game and they took their time and they did this one right. And when I was playing the beta, uh, you know, and I, and I said this on the show, I don't remember if you were there, but when I was, when I was playing the beta, I, I literally got to a certain point in the beta and I stopped. And I was like, I'm not going to play this anymore because I didn't want to ruin anything when the uh, the game came out. Does that make sense? I, I want to go out, total sense. buy the game, play it, you know, straight up, and you know, I'll have like because they 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 play it. You play the beta. The beta was from the very beginning of the game. You just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it, I think it's going to do really well. I think it's going to do really well. Excellent. What about you, man? Pick it a week. Oh shit, dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. You know, jump back a little bit even even further. Um, Odin Sphere. That game's Left older Rising. than Counter Strike. <laughs> that game's older than Counter Strike. <laughs> yeah, this was a PS2 game uh, that had some performance problems, um, but it was fucking gorgeous. That was one of the big things uh, made by uh, Vanillaware, and you know, everyone knows that all of their titles are are just hand drawn artistry. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, they they had so many frames of animation in their freaking game that it actually slowed down the game uh, when a lot of stuff got on screen. So uh, I'm looking forward to PS4 60 frames. They they modified the uh, uh, the combat system to be more like Moramasa, from what I heard. They oh, revamped wow, okay. the inventory system, which was my biggest complaint. It's what made me stop playing the game in general. Um, so I am super excited about Odin Sphere coming back out. And I pre-ordered the, the special edition like months ago. That's, that's how much I wanted this game. So, right. uh, Best Buy already sent me an email, said it shipped. So looking forward how, to getting How it. much is, uh, the, the remaster of this? Uh, the remaster, I believe, is 50. I'm going to look it up. That's a good price for that. It's it's yeah it's it's that's see. good. I like that. I'm gonna look it up because I don't remember. But the the I mean it's a big game though. Cause yeah, there's like uh like eight deep. different characters I think that you play as. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I didn't. I, I I never got past the second one because I got tired of the inventory <laughs> system. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to playing it again, getting past that. So let's see, Odin Sphere. Uh, price on it looks to be. Oh no, it's it's uh it's full price, fifty nine. 
Okay, yeah. that's fine. And then the special get edition that joint, is get that joint on Amazon. Yeah, get it on Amazon. It's a forty-seven ninety-nine, or if you have Gamers Club Unlock with Best Buy, um, I I got the uh, you know the the it works on their special editions too. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it works on their special editions too. It does for Best wow. Buy. I'm not I'm not sure about Amazon. So interesting. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I like our uh, our new substitute for new releases because we can actually talk about the games that <laughs> why we're excited about it. We have time to do that now. That's right. That's right. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, to be honest though, I think I'm picking up. But I've already got Odin Sphere on the way. I think I'm picking up Mirror's Edge next week too. Um, uh, I just uh, it's just it's going to be a good week. Next week's going to be a good week. It, the the red box that's uh, at the gas station near my work. I, I don't think I'm going to spend sixty bucks on on Mirror's Edge though. It's my pick for sure. Um, but the, uh, they should get it around Thursday. So I'll probably play it right before we record. So I sh- hopefully should have some impressions on it, if anything. Cool. Cool. So. And, and, uh, I'll have to see what my, uh, what my funds situation, my budget situation looks like when Tuesday rolls around. Um, cause I can always, I mean, I've got Odin's here, so I'll, I, I can always wait a week or two, but mm-hmm. I know I want to pick up Mirror's Edge for sure. So for sure. Good stuff. All right, uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, I didn't. We didn't get any emails this week, so nothing there. Um, but uh, yeah, if you guys want to send an email and contribute to uh, any of the portions of the show, feel free to do so. You can do that at email at interactivedistractions.com. You can send us a voicemail as well. You can dial seven seven zero six seven six zero four three three seven. Leet. And if you are on uh, twi- Twitter, we are. I almost said Twitcher. <laughs> You've Twitter, done that before. Have I? If you're on Twitter, yes. we are Indus Podcast or Indus Questions, and individually we are Indus Chris and Indus Travis. Hi. Hi. Uh, let's see. Facebook, Google+, Steam, Stitcher, Twitch, YouTube, Interactive Distractions. Search for us and you'll find us. And that is it. Travis, do you have anything else before we wrap up and get out of here? Any closing thoughts for today? I do. Um, one of the things that is important to me is communication with everybody, and expectations. So whenever there's changes, whenever there's movement around, there's different focus on what is going to be happening with everything, whether it's professional or even things with the podcast, we want to let you know what that is. And there are some changes, at least on things that I'm going to be doing. Um, With said changes, I know I've been talking about it a lot, but a lot of things are changing in real life, and it's going to be taking a lot of time away from me. And basically... Chris, Jeff, and myself all sat together a few weeks back and discussed where are we taking the show, which direction we're going to go. Um, and the main change from that that you listeners should see already is the new format of the show. We do hope you like it. But there are some external things that, um, at least on my end, I'm not going to be able to really focus on, one being video. Um uh, I just don't have the time for it. There's other video projects that are a lot of the things that I'm talking about that are happening in the future are all circled around video and it's going to take up almost all of my time. So, uh, in this videos, they're fun. I enjoy them. They're a lot of work, but, uh, and everyone who's seen them, I, I do hope you've enjoyed them, but I won't be able to do that. I just can't. Um, and then, you know, time on the Facebook page and everything. We use the Facebook page a lot to communicate news we're going to be discussing and try to get some feedback, but our news is different. Our news is, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's more formed around a topic of the week and we just offer something to you to discuss. 
Um, so you're not going to see a lot of stuff on the, you know, on, on the news front. So the postings won't be as frequent. Some of you people may think it's a godsend if we've been spamming, you know, the Indus page with news constantly. Um, you know, we'll post a show, uh, we'll discuss episode 400 on there. Um, uh, but the post won't be as frequent. I, I, I would imagine, um, but uh, So just expect those changes. Uh, you've probably seen a lot of these changes already, but we just wanted to communicate out to you that these things are happening. We're not just giving up on certain things, but there are things that we can't focus on because what Chris, Jeff, and I, and, and Chris, you can attest to this, the one huge takeaway that we got aside from the format change, and it was the reason for the format change, we want to solely focus on the podcast. The podcast is what brought you guys in and got you to meet us and everything. It wasn't video. It wasn't Facebook pages. It wasn't any of that. It was the show. It was us as personalities talking about video games and all getting together and having a good time with you guys. Um, and that's the focus. We just want to put on good audio programs. And that's what we're going to do. That's kind of the focus there. All right. Am I off base anywhere? Anything? Uh, well, I, the, the one that? thing I will say is that uh, this this doesn't mean that we're not going to revisit that kind of thing. Uh, like I I know where Travis is coming from. Like he, uh, I have been in the situation where I I went to work and I did a thing, and then I I I did I went to a side project and I had to do the same thing. It's trying. It's hard uh, because you want to do something different. Um, you know, you don't want to go to work and work and like for me, it's it's programming. I don't want to go to work and write code for eight hours and then go home and write code for another four hours. It's just not something I want to do. Um, that's why I, I like doing the podcast. Like this is something, you know, yes, it's work, but at least it's different. You know, it's not something I have to go to work to, every day and do. Um, so keep in mind that it doesn't mean that we're not going to do these things in the future. Like I plan on having uh, a, a capture setup and a streaming setup when I get my new place. I do not have the, the any way to do that right now. That's the problem. Uh, but when I get my new place and I have a game room, it's all going to be set up. So it will be, we'll, we'll see some of that stuff more. Um, I am currently in, uh, and Travis, I'll talk to you about this off the show, but there's another idea that we're kind of throwing around. Me and, uh, me and a buddy of mine are throwing around and I'm going to try and get uh, Travis involved in that as well. Uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll get some more news about that soon. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's we're 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 just trying to you know our our interests are are changing as well. Um, so we're we're trying to make sure that everything is covered. Very cool. All right, that's it. Anything else? That's it. That's it, man. All right, thank you guys for listening. Then hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please tell a few friends about us. And if you're on iTunes or Stitcher, please leave us a review. But until next time, my name is Chris. I'm Travis. Play your games, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah.